welcome to our podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick, and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The podcast that uh, one time went out and got you some applesauce when you your tummy was a little upset. <laughs> Just that I... one time. You know, you remember yeah. the time. Yeah, you remember. Obviously, we did that. <laughs> We as a podcast did it. Not Amelia or Cher, the podcast. No, okay, yes. I'm imagining like a little iPod like wandering down the street. <laughs> I went the complete opposite direction. It was like a guy who was in like a black morph suit but had our logo like o- like over the twist that went head. Either one. Either one is yes. great. I love it. Put them hand in hand. <laughs> like a Mandalorian type situation. My goodness, I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're so weird. <laughs> I wouldn't say we. It was my idea. <laughs> no, I'm um, kidding. I mean, I've been calling myself weird as a compliment pretty much my entire life. So fair enough. I own it. But yeah, so we hope you've been doing well. Um, we're gonna get into things. Uh, we're gonna kind of, you know, like we are want to do, uh, throw a wrench into like normal podcast, uh, norms, I guess, for lack of better words, or like conventions, maybe even. So, um, for this week's episode, uh, uh this is actually something I think, did I find this? Yes. I think I found it. Okay. I found this like list of like, ask, like questions. Like basically the interview style questions that I thought it would be kind of fun for us to kind of just, um, do a random sequence and, uh, just kind of play some truth or truth, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Better words. Um, so I believe, um, I will put this in the description if you want to see these questions as well. But I mean, we're going to talk about them. So mm-hmm. uh, you'll, you'll, I mean, if you are impatient, go ahead and look, but, um, I'll put the, the, uh, the image in question in the description so that you can see what we are drawing from. Yep. But, um, there are 57 questions on this list, so there's no way we'll even mm-hmm. get to probably a third of them. Um, <laughs> but we're going to use a random number generator to figure out which ones yep. we're going to answer. And we're going to try to be as truthful and honest with each other as we can be. And. Mm. <laughs> Chaos shall reign this episode. I guess. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the very first number that was drawn was number 13. Lucky number 13, which was what did I, what I did yesterday. Okay. What did I do yesterday? I'm like not even sure what I did. <laughs> <laughs> see, I slept late. Yeah. I watched... Full Frontal with Samantha B from Wednesday. I had a freezer burrito for lunch. <laughs> um, what else did I do? I, like, honestly cannot even, like, comprehend what I did. I probably scrolled pa- Facebook for way too many hours. Um, yeah. I ordered pizza. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, I got up, obviously I, I did the whole waking up thing. Uh, I worked, I did not have off yesterday. 
I actually do not remember that this week was Fourth of July week, and then thus we would have off because um, uh, the the job that I am working currently is the first one that I've had like those kind of days off, like any Holidays. other job that I've worked previously. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are those? You know, you, you can tell I ha- I don't know what those are because I said you know those kind of days and, <laughs> instead of you know holidays. Eight holidays, yeah. Um, didn't really have, was a foreign concept to me because like that was typically times in which they were like, no, that's everyone else has that off. You work that so that they can go and do stuff at, at the place you work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I worked. Um, it kind of went by slower than it normally has because like for me, this whole like like. Backstreet Boys World Tour, aka the pandemic, um, <laughs> <laughs> stealing that from Game Grumps again, uh, has like pretty much gone pretty quickly. Like to me, it's wild that it's already July. I feel like it was just March, not that long ago. I know. Um, uh, but yeah, so, it, but for whatever reason, yesterday just didn't go nearly as quickly. I watched a lot of like, um, like streams for like people who just like do art. They'll just like, create art and let you stream them, but watch them get streamed on Twitch. I don't even remember who exactly it was. I was just kind of surfing through twitch.tv and just kind of watching people mm-hmm. in the creative channel. And stuff. Um, I, after work, I streamed for a little bit on my Twitch channel myself. I uh, played some uh, Phoenix Wright, which is uh, starting to heat up. It's very interesting. Uh, and then I played some Animal Crossing. Then uh, I think, just kind of chatted with some friends, hung out with stuff for a little bit, and I turned in early. I didn't mean to. I, like, went upstairs, and, like, lately I've just been, like, passing out at 10 a.m. Just 10 a.m., 10 p.m., excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, hey, there used to be times in which that would happen, where I would stay all the way up until the next day. I think we've talked about those in the video game pod, but those days are behind me, I think. So, yeah, that was my day. Yeah, we're uh, old and boring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, occasionally, occasionally. <laughs> I think once the like once the the world writes itself, hopefully, and and the pandemic is over, I think we will you will find we are less boring, at least for the most part. Okay. And this for the most part. Anyway, um, from that boring question to a fucking um more hard hitting one, we went from thirteen to thirty two, which is description of my crush. Damn. Uh, do you want me to go first on this one? Sure. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to choose the, the sappy uh, answer and say my wife. Uh, but, like, I, I suppose to, to make things a bit more interesting, like the, my celebrity crush, I guess, Ooh, yeah. has always been uh, Sofia Vergara. And, whew, boy, <laughs> I'm talking about, like, and the thing is, is like, I'm not like Sophia Vergara when she was like on the travel channel or whatever is like fine. But like, I'm talking about like modern family, like the first couple of seasons of modern family, Sophia Vergara. I was just like, hello, nurse. <laughs> she is so pretty. I can't stand it. <laughs> That's uh, so yeah, I don't, I'm not going to describe her. That just gets lewd and weird. But like, yeah, yes, it is Sophia Vergara there. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to go with celebrity crush as well because I don't have a real life crush right now. Um, I like how you said celebrity real life, like, (laughs) like celebrity. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) 
<clears throat> this is difficult. I don't even know who to pick. <laughs> You're on the hot seat now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing about being like terminally single is that like there's no limit terminal. to um, how much I can crush. I'm gonna put my anyone. Um, so um, it's funny though because so I just. So as if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I'm obsessed with Shit's Creek and um I finally got my BFF Amber to watch it and I had mm-hmm. told her like, "Hey, you have to watch this because I know you'll love it and because it's my favorite show basically all time." And um but you have to watch it with me because I, I want to experience it with you. Um, and any excuse to watch it, basically. <laughs> and I even said, like, hey, if you don't watch this with me, if you watch it without me, our friendship is over. So, <laughs> uh, I'm getting to a point, I promise. Um, but so today, we were just talking about how she, like, we're in the middle of the show and she just met a new character. And, um, she was like, the moment that he walked on screen, I had inappropriate thoughts and I was like, sorry, Nick. <laughs> Nick is like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, I totally get it. Everybody says that the moment they fell in love with Patrick is the moment that he said, hi, I'm Patrick. <laughs> um so yeah so that's what i'm gonna go with right now is uh noah reed who plays patrick on schitt's creek um and he on that show plays a gay man um but in real life is not and he is a musician and uh so attractive I had actually bought tickets to see him perform in Cincinnati mm-hmm. in April, which got canceled, of course. So I'm super bummed. But yeah, um, that that's who I'm going to go with for my celebrity crush right now. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Um, I believe the very next number was 35. So from there, we're going to bands I've seen live. Woo! I, like... I don't know where to start. I've seen so many, so many. I've been to so many concerts. Um, let's see. My first concert, I think my first concert was Amy Grant in okay. fourth grade during her pop phase. Um, but I've also, let's see, I've seen Taylor Swift twice. I've seen um Kelly Clarkson, I've seen Jonas Brothers, I've seen so lots of, I've seen a lot of like stadium concerts, but then I've also seen a lot of smaller concerts too. Um Lifehouse, Matt Nathanson. Um there's also a genre of music called Wizard Rock. 
that is songs about and bands that sing about Harry Potter. And I've been to lots mm-hmm. of those concerts. Um, I think you and I have this in common. I've seen Weird Al a few times. Uh, I think I've only seen him once. Okay. But yes. Okay. And you, I thought you'd seen him at least once. So I thought we had that in common. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of bands. A lot. How about you? Um, I'm gonna miss some for sure. Oh yeah. But uh, I've seen Bare Naked Ladies in concert three times. Uh, all at summer, no, twice at Summerfest and once at State Fair, the Wisconsin State Fair. Um, let's see. Uh, Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Uh, who they do a very good like acoustic version of Sexy and I Know It. Um, Big Head Todd at least does. It's that I like fell in love with. Um, Blues Traveler, because they were on the same ticket as the Barney Ladies at State Fair. Uh, aforementioned Big Al. Um, I once spent 13 hours waiting, uh, not waiting, but oh, yeah, waiting, um, at a stage at Summerfest for Lupe Fiasco, um, so that I could get a front row spot. Uh, that was, uh, a time <laughs> I've seen, I've seen Toto, uh, Steph took me for my birthday. That was at summer. Most of the people that I've seen have been at like summer fest. Yeah. I haven't really like, you know, uh, panic at the disco. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. There's a couple more for sure. Oh yeah. I didn't name all of mine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like the ones that like I can like deftly remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh man, I'm really kind of drawing a blank on some of the other ones, but a ton from like Summerfest, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Oh, Gold, um which is uh, I'm going to say it Gold, but it's the it's spelled out G G O O L L D D. Um they're very very good. They're a local band. Uh I've seen my friend Grace Weber live. Um she's kind of blowing up, so that's neat. Um I've seen uh, the Jenner, the the defunct band Genesalza Trio, which is another band from my high school that like got uh, you know pretty big uh, here for a while, and that's all I can remember off the top of my head. Do you have a? I'm sure, others will come. Do you have like a dream concert, like a bucket list concert that you'd love to go to see sometime? Um, it, I think it happened, honestly. It was uh, between the Bare Naked Ladies and, and Toto. Those are the two one bands that I was like, I want to see them so bad. Gotcha. Um, so then it happened, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there, I'm sure there are other bands that I would really like to see live, but like, mm-hmm. like, I, I think I've, hmm, I'm trying to, no, uh, honestly, I think for the most part, it's like, yeah, I mean, there's a couple, like, I'd like to see Lizzo live. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of drawing blanks otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, let's see here. The next number is five. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a description of my self-esteem. Um, I can go take a picture of a toilet and put it in the description. Oh, dang. 
We need to work on Cause that. Because that's where, yeah, I know. We definitely do, but that's, okay. So, um, I'll get into it, uh, cause I like to be in a, uh, an open book as best I can. Um, I, I, my, my self, self-worth and self, like self-esteem has been like pretty low since I was a kid. And it was kind of just because I was, wasn't really treated as a human being and more like an object to be fought over. <laughs> um, and like, uh, one, I guess, for lack of better words, um, didn't really have the most successful time like making friends i was like the weird kid on the playground or whatever and so i mean i had a couple of kids that would like be friends with me but like nothing lasting for sure um and that kind of has been throughout my life uh so uh, i i yeah my my self esteem like it, with the the toilet thing being aside is kind of like a small discarded toy on the street I think is a good description of it, I guess. But I'm working on it daily. Good. Because you're awesome. Um, but I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah. Uh, mostly. So I'll put this person on blast, but I won't say what their name is. Um for instance, uh, I, I had aspirations for a bit to like get into like sewing costumes and stuff because I was really into Power Rangers and still am. And so I was like, well, what if I like, you know, cause I didn't have any money. I was like, what if I learned to sew so that I can make some of these costumes so that I can wear them? Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, someone that is a, a family member, uh, when I approached them with the idea told me that I could not do this. Not because of any other reason other than they didn't think I could do it. So I never tried. So, uh, I mean, I did take like some classes in like college, like stage, like stage, like costume construction and stuff like that, stage construction and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm somewhat handy, but like growing up, if I was like, Hey, do you think I could do this? Like the answer was no, I don't think you can do it. And that's like, Oh, well. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'll pass it on to you. How would you describe your self-esteem? <sighs> That's a good question. Um, I mean, yeah, I think like similarly, I was a weird kid and weirdness and bookishness and being smart wasn't exactly always appreciated uh by other kids so mm-hmm. um there's some there's some of that residual bullying that um never really leaves you i think um mm-hmm. and so yeah there are um times at which I still feel like that eight-year-old being bullied. Um, I also, I don't know, I have a very, like, interesting self-esteem in that, like, on the one hand, I feel like I don't necessarily always have the best self-esteem, but then on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, I'm awesome! I'm so great! <laughs> and, like, it's almost a joke. So, like, yeah. what is that? 
what is that self-deprecation? Um, and as I've gotten older, realizing that I use humor to distance myself or to mask other things has really made me go like, oh, maybe I don't have as good of self-esteem and worth as I thought maybe I did. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot to that. I think that, um, like, without getting, like, super, super into it, um, like, as if those, this is a therapy session, <laughs> um, that like my parents always told me that I could do anything I wanted. Um, and I was smart and they're both very smart. And, um, to the point where it was almost as if nobody was good enough for me. And when I say that, I mean like teachers, other parents, role models, like, nobody was good enough for me. So that like created this um, almost, uh, I don't know, like this high expectation to live up to. Okay. Um, and so I think that's like a lot of where my like um, good grades and um, perfection. I have, um, I have a lot of issues with um, trying to be perfect um comes from and so yeah there's a lot of like well i can't be perfect because it's impossible so then i beat myself up for not being perfect um so that's i think where a lot of self-esteem issues come from um and it's a self-perpetuating cycle right so like Mm -hmm. um I don't do something as well as I wanted to. So then I feel bad about myself. So then it makes it harder to do other things well and on and on and on. Um, and that's, that's essentially why I started going to therapy a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> nice. But we are awesome people and we need to work on our yeah. self-esteem because we are great. The end. <laughs> Indeed. We'll get there. And also, uh, it's right. not just Go ahead. it's not just a destination, right? Yeah. True. Like, yeah. I mean, we could be better at it, but there are always going to be days. And that's okay. Mhm. Yeah. And that uh, just doesn't go for us. It goes for y'all too. Yep. Yeah. You don't you don't have to be perfect. Yep. You don't have to be perfect daily for that matter. Nope. And don't compare yourself to other people. The end. <laughs> nope. That, that's that's going that's going to get your feelings hurt. Yep. And potentially other people's feelings hurt. Yep. All right. Next number. So, yeah. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Ooh. My idea, idea of a perfect date. April twenty-fifth. Because I, I was need like, a light I, jacket. <laughs> I was like, I, if one of us doesn't pull that fucking joke, I'm going to be very disappointed in the both of us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Do you know how to answer this question? Um, so I would probably say 
like, cause I'm not very like outdoorsy. So like the whole like walking through a park and then having a picnic, like kind of thing doesn't really appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't really know, um, how to answer this other than to kind of just like go off the top of my head. So it's kind of just like a, probably a very nice, uh, Italian restaurant. Cause I love Italian food. Um, and uh just spending some time there maybe going to see like a short film nothing i don't necessarily want like a feature film length um maybe like a couple of short films and then um like depending on if this is like with like if it's just like in general or with my wife um if it's like an in general, like in the alternate universe where I am not married, it would probably be like, I don't know, some, some place like public, like a mall or something like that to kind of just like talk and people watch or something like that. Um, uh, otherwise it w- would be a little bit less of that if it's with, uh, Steph, cause I feel like I enjoy hanging out with her at our house. So probably doing that and watching like, I don't know, we get, we get down watching like funny videos or like, um, she's really big into this particular YouTuber that like solves puzzles, like not like, um, like jigsaw puzzles, but like actual like logic, like let me figure out how to get this thing apart kind of puzzles. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that, that's probably what I would say is at least at this point in my life, a perfect date. Mm-hmm. If you asked me, like, back in college, it'd probably be like, I don't know, get, like, some pizza and play video games on my <laughs> What a typical male. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, this is such an interesting question. Because, like, at this point... A date would be like a first date and no first date is perfect. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know. That's really hard. Um, I don't know that I really have one because I kind of hate dating. Like I kind of hate, I mean, dating that I do to like, Okay. Find somebody to connect with is very different than like married people dating. So, right. True. So true, like, very true. um, so per- like I, perhaps, I, uh, oh, go ahead. I, I, I can suggest if you could like build a date that you would enjoy, like, yeah, right. It so goes like, without a hit. That, is that like, if it was, cause a lot of what I struggle with with dating is like finding activities to do. Um, out in public because I don't know the person super well yet or whatever. Um, so if we're imagining that like I'm in a relationship with somebody and it's comfortable and whatever, like a perfect date would probably be, yeah, just like, I don't know, going out to dinner, going to a play or staying home and goofing on TV shows. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, there's a, um, there's a quote from 30 Rock where Tina Fey's character Liz says something about how like she just wants to start a relationship like or she just wants to be in a relationship like 11 years in 
when it's like comfortable and you don't have to try anymore <laughs> and like you can just stay home and goof on TV and like not nothing has to like be yeah um I don't know. I don't remember the whole quote, but anyway, like I, I, I always hear that and go like, yeah, that sounds nice. (laughs) Not that I don't like getting to know people, but I have some social anxiety around meeting and dating new people. So Mm -hmm. I get you. Get you. Um, and I can understand that too. And I'm very, uh, like, beyond obviously just of course being in love with my wife but um just glad that i don't have to do the dating thing because i felt like i wasn't very good at it Mm -hmm. steph could probably attest to that (laughs) i wasn't really very good at it um because i very okay so what i the other thing that i was going to add that now that i remember it is that like for me on dates it's like it's and in general, really, I like getting to know people. So I tend to be an open book to try and like subconsciously, um, encourage other people to like open up, I guess. Uh-huh. It's not necessarily like a healthy behavior, but I think it's a thing that I'm just acknowledging that I do. Um, and so like, I think one of our very first dates, I like pretty much was like, here's everything you could possibly want to know about me. And she was like, that's overwhelming as fuck. Why would you do this? <laughs> but. Um, yeah, Did it anyway. I can oh. uh, I can attest to that being the reaction. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I I imagine that she told all y'all about. Well, this I mean, baby. I didn't know for a long time, so it wasn't like in the moment. But um, yeah, but I, I I eventually hearing about your early dates. Uh, yes, yes, but that's yep, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry no. Y'all. Don't be sorry, um. it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that I try to remember, I think, with dating specifically, but even so, just, like, other types of relationships, is that, like, it does not serve anyone to hide anything, really. Um, mm-hmm. Because if that thing is going to scare them off, then that's not the right person anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I was going. It's like a, I was like, I just want you to know this is me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, so the next number is one, which is sexual orientation. Unfortunately, straight. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was like, unfortunate. I don't think there's anything wrong. I'm not out here saying straight pride. That's fucking gross. No, but like, yeah. Um, I think that... No one take that out of context. I'm saying just saying straight pride is gross. I'm saying that publicly. Yes. Please acknowledge that yes. saying straight pride is gross. Um, okay. <laughs> I think where I sometimes find it unfortunate is because, A, I have a lot of social anxiety around, yes, new people, but more specifically male people. Um, okay. I don't know what the root of that Girl, is. Girl, same. Um, yeah. And two, like, and this is where, like, I don't want, I don't need y'all coming at me with hashtag not all men, but, like, it's hard 
to uh be sexually attracted to um a gender that has some pretty problematic uh dealings with women um mm-hmm. so it's it can be a little bit scary to uh not that not that there isn't violence in same sex couples um mm-hmm. or in other orientations um but it is something that I do have to think about that I think like um other people don't as much necessarily, but that straight women have to think about a lot is um you know like what type of situation are they going to get themselves in, how do they stay safe um and things like that um and also just because like. I just love, like, my LGBTQ friends, and the community seems great, and I just, like, I just want to be an honorary gay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope that's not offensive to anybody. I just, like, I love, I love the love in that, and, like, us straight people don't have that, uh, because we don't have to. You know, like, and I get that that's a, it's a privilege to not have to, like, discuss your sexual orientation or, um, mm-hmm. you know, announce it to the world or, um, you know, have that sense of community, um, cause that there's community for protection for sure. Um, so I recognize that that is a privileged place for me to be. Um, but you know, um, yeah, I, fair enough. Yeah. That's why I say, unfortunately, I, I don't, um, it's not unfortunate. It's fine. Um, but it's definitely not a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, for me, I think I lean just a little by, um, cause there have been some attractive dudes out there that I've like been like, oh yeah, I can see it. Um, but I haven't like given it heavy, heavy thought for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I lean a little that way. Um, that's pretty much like I don't have any sort of like profound thing to say about it. It's just like a kind of here it is kind of thing. It's just like oh, that's what I think. That's you know. Uh, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think that too, and I sort of wonder. Um, like, cause I, I definitely can like look at a attractive female and think, oh, you're attractive, but that doesn't necessarily mean that like I'm sexually attracted or like, I don't know. So I always think about that. Like, well, how do you, how do you differentiate that? But I yeah. feel like the fact that I'm asking that question means that I'm probably not too bi. <laughs> um, but again, I also think that like, it's a whole spectrum, right? And there's like yeah. all these different terms that we use. Um, but even, even with the amount of terms that we have, it isn't necessarily like all encompassing everyone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say lean a little, definitely an ally. Um, if, if nothing else. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, I didn't click a new number yet. Next number is 51. Oof, this one is, oof. this one is oof. Um, I'm going to 
be frank and honest, I feel like I've already answered this question uh yeah. when we talked about our self-esteem. I don't like that my self-esteem is shitty. Like, I don't, like, revel in well, that. Well, first of all, the, the, the question is what I hate most about myself. Yes. Sorry. For our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> continue. Um, yeah. So I, I think, honestly, that it's, it's that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, if there's there's always been that kind of like uh like if you could go back and tell like 15 year old you like what uh you know like what would you tell them if you only had like a sentence or some like bullshit like that mm-hmm. and i i think like as as cliche as that is is it would just basically just be something along the lines of like so, something to like put some sort of sense of self-worth into myself. Like mm-hmm. I've never really wanted to be, uh, and, and I had a conversation with Steph about this, like maybe like two weeks ago or something like that, where I was like, you know, with those kind of situations, like I would love to be able to like finesse it in a way in which I met the same people. Cause I don't want to change that, but mm-hmm. like made it's like, like made, made it so that I didn't have like this, like, under like overwhelming sense of like lack of self-worth i guess so that like mm-hmm. you know it maybe motivate myself to mm-hmm. do more on the theater front or maybe i would have started you know streaming sooner or putting out more content because like i don't know as a side note i always think it's kind of interesting when people are like sure as a content creator i'm like not really but <laughs> i guess the this podcast notwithstanding is just like i don't know I, I always think of content creators as people who like direct create videos animate art etc cetera, etc cetera. but um i suppose this this is a a form of content creation so i should shut the fuck up um but um I guess it's a, a roundabout way to just say I think it's like my sense of self worth. Um, I always yeah. seem to be scared that I'm offending somebody or something like that. And I think that ties directly into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to say one thing. Well, I'm going to say more than one thing. Hello. <laughs> you um, say <laughs> First of all, I think that there's like this idea that we've come up with and by weave I mean like society has come up with in the last I don't know 10-15 years of a content creator um Mm -hmm. capital C's and like um it's it's like a job it's like that's what they are it's an identity but I also think that there's like you know maybe little C's content creator like people who are literally creating content which we are both doing mm-hmm. with this podcast and with other things. And so like, yeah, it maybe doesn't feel like we're YouTube stars, but um, that doesn't mean we're not creating content, I guess. Um, yeah. That's you know, that's fair too. I guess. I think it's just that like, kind of like what you were going with is that like, it feels like it's little C content, not big C content because we're not yeah. like, broadcasting this or we're not doing this live in front of a studio audience or something like that. Right. Um, but you know, yeah. But I also think too, that if the thing that you don't like most about yourself is your own sense of self worth, that's a pretty good place to be. You know, like I think that it's sort of like the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Kind of a thing that like, okay. Um, I can see that. 
But like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure how to explain it, but it just sort of feels like, um, I think I, I get, I'm getting where you're going with it though. If, if there's going to be anything that you don't like, it's the fact that you don't like yourself essentially. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think that like, that's, that's a, that's a pretty good place to be. Um, if, if you have to not like something about yourself, which I think all of us have things that we don't like about ourselves. Um, unfortunately. So I think like that, that's a pretty good starting place to work on. Um, but yeah. Um, what do I hate most of Um, I think my own, uh, social anxiety. Yeah. Okay. Cause I think that like, and it's <clears throat> mostly social, I guess, anxiety in general. Um, because I think it stops me from doing a lot of things that I would want to do. Um, yeah. That, um, I have a hard time going places by myself because of anxiety. Um, I have a hard time talking to new people because of anxiety. Um, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. And like the, the, you know, perfectionism in me, I let my anxiety of that keep me from doing things. So a lot of times when I get, uh, overwhelmed with something or don't know how to do something perfectly, I just don't do it at all, which is not, yeah, not a great way to, to cope, um, is avoidance. So, um, yeah, so that's what I would say. I can definitely, uh, like feel you on that as well. Cause like, I mean, I think I, as odd as this sounds, I think I had more, um, uh, I would say, I don't, I won't say that I'm socially uh, anxious as much, but I feel like I was definitely less socially anxious as a kid, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. than I am now. Cause like I yep. said, like I went, like, I was like, well, I want to see Lupe Fiasco. Like, my, this was my thought process as, like, a teenager going, mm-hmm. I want to see Lupe Fiasco. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who will go with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go alone. Or, like, I think my brother, mm-hmm. I think, was fitting, but he didn't want to stay. And I was like, well, here's the deal. It's because it's Summerfest, it's a free stage. If I want to get good seats, I have to stay. I have to be there, like, basically all day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> because otherwise like people will show up at like eight or whatever and then they'll just reserve their spots and stay there and so I was like well I'm showing mm-hmm. up at noon and the concert is like 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. so um and I just did it like and people mm-hmm. ended up kind of like you know I I wasn't exactly like front row I ended up getting pushed back a little bit and didn't really say anything because I want to start up shit but um I, and I think that that's interesting considering who I am as it pertains to America. If you follow where I'm going with that is it's like, I feel Mm -hmm. like in general, like that's kind of a handicap that like black people have is that we have to be a bit more like socially aware about what's going on because uh, not to be like a total downer or whatever, but like there were literal massacres based off of the idea like that a black person would dare accidentally bump into a white person or something like that. So Mm -hmm. Um, 
I mean, I, well, I would, I would like to hope that we are moving past that at a rapid pace. Um, but I can only say that I would like to hope that, uh, in 2020, which is fucking, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like it, I can definitely empathize slash sympathize depending on how you feel about things. Um, Mm -hmm. with, with that. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's like, I have a lot of, um, self-consciousness, um, uh, it stops me from doing things a lot of times, I think. Um, but yeah, and I, to speak to what you're just saying, like, I think that's, this is sort of off topic, but, um, like, I think that's one of those really, um, interesting things that, um, people who are not cis white straight men mm-hmm. understand and can, um, like sort of connect over is this idea of um having to be somewhat socially aware and aware of your surroundings in a way that like again cis white straight men don't have to um Mm -hmm. and it's it's different i'm not trying to sit sit here and say that like um as a white woman it's like it's the same as you but a black man but like it, we both have to be very conscious of our surroundings in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, um, so I do think that like, um, I do think that that is like an underlying part of it, like you said. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll move on to the next number with that being said is 47. That's relationship with parents. Cool. I don't remember if. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Did you want to skip this one? No, we can do this one. It's fine. I mean, okay. you. Um. Uh, for me, I'll go, I'll kind of wrap it up pretty quick. Um, I don't know if my biological father is still alive. Uh, I don't really care to know as cruel as some people may seek that is, see that as, um, I just, I mean, I don't really care. Um, he had, he had his reasons. I got a phone call. How rude. Um, it's like, no, I'm not answering this right now. Um, but I don't really care to know. Some people might think that that's rude or whatever, but he had his reasons for splitting and I don't really need to know them. Um, my mother passed away in 2014, I believe. Um, and we didn't have the best relationship. Um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, if y'all really, really, really want to know, y'all can ask, but, um, mm-hmm. like the, the intricate details of that, but just, I mean, never really had a good relationship with either of them. So mm-hmm. do you, True. I mean, that this is up to you. Um, and I can cut this, but, um, do you still have a relationship with your guardian? Um, a very loose one. Um, I don't want to get into specifics uh, as to why, because there's uh, there's repercussions beyond uh, what I'm comfortable with uh, as far as that's concerned. And we can keep mm-hmm. this in, but um, it, I mean, yeah, we occasionally talk. Like we're like he um, uh, uses the Facebook profile of the person that I have uh, designated as my uncle. Um, 
to like occasionally chat. Like I wished him a happy birthday and dropped off a card when his, his birthday was mm-hmm. a thing, you know, earlier in the year. Um, occasionally hear from them, but obviously pandem- pandemic being what it is. I, I don't know. It's very loose. Like my relationship, I think with my family in general is very loose because I kind of just tend to keep to myself. Um, mm-hmm. like, I hang out with people that I consider like friends and like obviously like my wife and all that stuff, but like, excuse me, like my family dynamics have always been kind of fucked. Um, so I kind of just, you know, let them be what they are. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting when you said like that you don't care to know about your dad. Um, I'm not judging that by any means. Um, I, I just like when I hear people say that kind of thing and then apologize for it, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck that shit. Like, (laughs) you know what? Just because you're related to somebody doesn't mean that you have to like give them the benefit of the doubt or that you have to give them any of your time. Like this whole idea that like family is the most important thing. Yeah. Family can be important, but if they fuck up, like that's sometimes it's, it's not solvable. It's not fixable. Yeah. And Um, I I definitely see, that but I'm but like yeah. sorry to interrupt but like for mm-hmm. black families like oof yeah <laughs> like black families it gets it can get pretty intense as far as like well that's your cousin or that's your so and so like you don't mm-hmm. yeah them because you're related and blah right. blah blah and it's like well and I'm not saying that this happened to me but it's like well yeah well they like you know every day for like a whole summer they call like verbally abused me and like bullied me so like maybe I don't want to be nice to that person or it's again that did not happen to me I'm literally just making that up but like or it's like the whole thing it used to be where it's like well you have to give your aunt a kiss or like your grandma a kiss Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. well as a kid well I don't really like her because she's always been rude to me so why do I have Mm -hmm. to be forced to do this thing you know like right and I think why I say this is because like yeah I had a similar like feeling about my grandmother Mm -hmm. um and when i would tell people like oh i hate my grandmother they'd be like that's awful and i'd be like well if you talk to her for 20 minutes you get it she (laughs) is awful like not every just because somebody is related to you or just because they're your grandparent which has this like cutesy connotation to it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they were good people Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I sort of reject this idea that like we have to apologize for that kind of thing or that we have to like feel bad about that kind of thing because mm-hmm. like it was her choice to be a shitty person and it was my choice to stop talking to her 20 years ago because of it. Um, she is now deceased, but, um, didn't seem like that was ever going to happen for a while. Um, <laughs> okay anyway um but yeah so like i just i don't know that's one of those things that just like gets me like riled up is this like idea that we should feel bad about um cutting people out of our lives or or not caring about people that we're supposed to care about or whatever so Mm -hmm. um but anyway my relationship with my parents (laughs) Um, 
So um, I'm an only child um, with middle class parents who have been married for two years longer than I've been alive and are still married. Um, so very, you know, uh, quintessential nuclear white family. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I have a pretty good relationship with my parents. Um, my mom and I are very close. Um, my, uh, I guess I would say my dad and I are very close too. Um, but, um, as I sort of spoke to earlier, there were some high expectations of me, um, and more so high expectations of the people around me, which then it put in my head high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, my dad has some issues with anger and, I am only now just starting to figure out what that has done to me psychologically um, mm-hmm. and figuring out that um, it, it means that I'm often a peacemaker. I'm often passive um, because I don't want to upset anybody mm-hmm. because I learned early on that um, it was easy to upset people. And by that, I mean my dad. Um, but when you're two, you don't know that when you're a child, you don't know that not everybody's like that. Um, so, um, I love my dad and he's a great person. Um, he's very loving and caring and a very compassionate person. I get a lot of my, um, my loving nature and my willingness to help people, uh, my charitable nature from, well, both my parents, but my dad. Um, my dad is your classic fixer. Um, so if there's a problem, he wants to solve it for you. He wants to fix it for you. And I'm very much that way too. Um, even when it's none of my business, I want to help make your life better. Um, and I'm starting to figure out that applies to me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but, um, but yeah, I, and I, I think that a lot of my anxiety comes from him, both in life and in genetics. Um, so, um, so it's a little bit complicated and I, I'm not necessarily, uh, a hundred percent honest with my parents all the time about what I'm up to or what I'm doing. Um, not because I think they would judge me, but just because it's just a little bit easier that way. Um, mm-hmm. And that, you know, um, yeah, yeah, he's not the best listener. So, um, so it just, just doesn't, it just doesn't work to try to be super honest. Um, okay. So, but yeah. So that's like probably more than you ever or anyone ever wanted to know. But I guess all to say that like, um, people and relationships can be very complex and that, uh, that even, um, even very loving relationships can have their bullshit under the surface. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said. <laughs> 
Let's um, do one more and see if we can get like maybe a more fun one. <laughs> um. Well, I'll tell you, it's 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 probably a pretty decent place to leave off if we're doing just one more because it's number fourteen. Okay. Yeah, that's that a good one. Greatest, greatest achievements. First of all, it's my favorite number, fourteen. Mine is twenty-one, and I don't remember where I got that from. But yeah, like, I have no idea. Um, it, it's like, I don't know. I know that 21 was a meme for a while. So like, like I would like people would be like, pick a number between one and 30 and they're like 21. They'd be like 21. And I'm like, I don't know what that's from, but okay. Oh, I do. Um, I missed that completely. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it's from my time at the escape room, but I, I will gotcha. say that like, I, as a quick side before we get into it, like I always get really annoyed when like, um, a new player comes to like the brewers or, and they pick number 21 as their mm. thing, because then I know that I'm going to have a fight about it when I get like into MLB, the show, which is the baseball game that I enjoy playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, and can you, why did you have to pick 21? Cause now I have to pick a different number and that's the fucking worst to me. And people are like, <laughs> well, we'll just switch it around. And I'm like, well, that's the fucking thing is 12 is taken too. So fuck you. <laughs> Doubly mad now. (laughs) The greatest go. Greatest achievements. Um. Well, again, this is a philosophical question, and that like, what is an achievement? How do we define it? Um, It's uh, for this one. I'm going to say it's self-defined. Okay, because I was going to say like I feel like if. Um, you go by like society standards of what achievement is. My greatest achievement is probably getting a master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm incredibly and, proud of you for. Thank you. Um, in some ways, I would agree. Um, because in in a lot of ways, it was a lot of work. Uh, it was very hard. Um, and it basically uh was the catalyst for finally telling me that I needed to go to therapy (laughs) because of stress um, and because of perfection that going to school while working um, meant that I didn't have the kind of time that I had in college or in high school to like try to make things perfect. Um, Okay. So it was good and bad in that way. Um, I, I, uh, but there's a part of me that feels like, ugh, that's just so like accepted or like societally um, enforced that school or knowledge is an achievement. And I'm some like the part of my personality that like wants to be like unique and think about things differently is like, I don't know. Is that really my greatest achievement? (laughs) (laughs) um you know i think i think in a lot of ways um for being a really anxious uh self-conscious um scared kid the fact that i quit my job at 26 and said i'm gonna get a job in the Minneapolis area and move there um, and start a life on my own without 
my parents around because um, I wasn't living with my parents that whole time, but I was living in my hometown. Um, yeah. I think in some ways that's maybe what I would consider my greatest achievement is just like moving out on my own, um, being far away from my parents and um, yeah, just like finding a job that I like and um, find in a place that I like and setting up my own, my own home. Essentially, I'm okay. not going to say that buying a house is the greatest achievement because they helped me pay for that. So uh, I don't see that as an achievement. Um, I see keeping the mortgage payments <laughs> going and keeping yeah. the house from falling down an ongoing achievement. But um, okay. but I don't consider buying a house an achievement for me anyway. Um, but yeah, I just think like I'm not happy-go-lucky and I'm not you know there are things that I still would like out of my life but I think but when I stop and really think about it I feel like I've created a pretty good little life for myself and I feel like that's that's maybe the best achievement okay yeah for sure for sure for me um like I said this is going to be like you know self-described so if you have a meter for it as a listener, I'm sorry that I didn't fit it. Or if I didn't, then great. Awesome. Um, for me, it's probably just my acting career. Um, cause like we talked about, um, uh, this last week and the, or in the last episode or whatever you want to call it. Um, that like, I kind of lost my train of thought already on that. <laughs> we talked about like last week, just like, um, how how it's gone uh and for me to have gone from being told that I can't do x y or z like i i want to say like even kind of going out to college um to nebraska where like and uh, this may have been something we touched on pre- previous but like um i was definitely the kind of kid who like felt like because i didn't feel like i had that independence that was like really built in me like if i wanted to like even as with me owning my own car, driving to another city or whatever, I still felt like I needed permission for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me to like go, like put, put the resolution in myself to go out of state, go eight hours away um, and spend four years basically away from, you know, my parental, like, my parental center, I guess, for lack of better words, um, mm-hmm. and learn how to do this thing. And even though like, it's not, it's not like so much of, uh, an achievement in the sense that like, I did have other people's help. Like I had people's help with headshots and like I had people's help with auditions and things like that. But like all of the shows that I've gotten to do, all of the industrial stuff that I've gotten to do, one of which I'm I'm assuming we'll be out sooner or later and I'm super proud about, but until I see it on TV, I'm going to err on the side of caution and say, I'm not fucking saying anything about it. Um, <laughs> uh, other than what I've already said, but like all of that stuff has just been so great. And it's like, like I have never really been told that I can't do something since like, you know, the person who was telling me that I, couldn't do stuff uh was telling me that kind of stuff but like it still feels like uh all right well i guess i'm gonna go to drive Mm -hmm. out to audition for this thing and like if Mm -hmm. i get it it's awesome 
mm-hmm. and like being there, it's surreal. And I'm like standing around people that I never thought I'd be standing next to or any of that kind of stuff or doing things that I never thought I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, all of it. Like, I mean, the children's theater stuff wouldn't trade any of it. Like, you know, like it's it working uh, with children at the, at the zoo or, or, you know, getting to do like Susicle or Shrek or any of that kind of stuff is all, it's all gravy and I I love all of it and I wouldn't trade it. So I, I think honestly, like even though it's, you know, it wasn't just me, I feel like mm-hmm. it, it it's still something that I'm most proud of and I wouldn't mm-hmm. trade. Yeah. And I still obviously I'm not I'm not turning it turning in or retiring or whatever, but like even though the, the thought has crossed my mind, um I'm not doing that yet, but it's just like it's it's definitely what I would consider my greatest achievements because, mm. you know, there's some reviews out there that said I did a good job. And like some people in theater will tell you not to worry about the reviews, but I'm like, for some people though, those are the things that stand the test of time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the archival footage doesn't get out there. So if you didn't see Shrek the musical that I was in and you want to know how I did mean a review. <laughs> Yeah. Check the review, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not like a movie where you could just like in demand pull it up and be like, oh yeah, he actually did a good job, you know. So like those those reviews that barely mention me or like don't mention me or like say that I did not a very good job. What's up, skeleton crew? Um, <laughs> those are like, well, anyone that is going to potentially be looking to hire me in the future, that's, I mean, they're going to look at my resume, but they're going to also see if they can find info on how it went, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that that can be harmful, so it does bother me. But even mm-hmm. all that said, I still am proud. Yeah. I think you hit on two things that I feel like are dirty secrets about life. Okay. One, I feel like a a dirty secret about being an adult is that you have like is that you don't have all the answers and that you don't have all the control and all the um uh, I don't I don't know what the right word is but like we're all just figuring it out and that like yeah. I feel like as a kid you looked at adults and you were just like they've got it all figured out and then you get to be that age and you're still looking for the adult in the room to tell you what to mm-hmm. do or to, to to fix the problem or whatever and then you're like oh shit I'm the adult in the room <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, like, I I think Mm -hmm. that's one of those things. And then I think also that, um, and, and I think this is a very American thing, uh, not that it's not anywhere else, but I think it's one of the more unique things about this country is that, um, is this idea of independence and individual, um, achievement and stuff. And so you were saying, like, people helped me get there. Mm Mm-hmm. People always help you get there. Um, yeah. And that, like, asking for help or getting help is not charity. It's not a weakness. It's not. And I have to tell myself this because this is also mm-hmm. one of those, like, anxiety things. But well, yeah. um, but I think that, like, um, you know, it, it saying that an achievement is only an achievement if you did it all by yourself, I think is bullshit. Um, but I get it. And we mm-hmm. do value a lot of that pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality 
um, and do right. it all on your own. Um, and which is it's 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 like that and and i personally detest that saying because it's like mm-hmm. for some of us we don't fucking have any boots so why the fuck do we got boot? we don't have any bootstraps because we don't have any boots so how are we yeah. gonna pull ourselves up like obviously that's a figurative thing but like right. it almost like leads me to reject the idea of like that individualism like mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. not to get too deeply into it but it's like with the the whole like mask wearing thing like Outside mm-hmm. of America, everyone's like, what the fuck is, I'm, like, I've seen this countless times. People are like, yeah. what are Americans' big fucking hangups about masks? You just wear them and it's done. Like, right. you know, like, and it's, it's that, it's like you said, like, especially in America, not to say that it doesn't happen anywhere else, but like, you know, we're, we're taught that it's like you, ha- you have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and like asking someone else for help is weakness. If you didn't do it, blah, 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 blah. And it's just mm-hmm. like, we're all fucking human beings. Like, why do you think that we have this inherent social desire to be social? Like, right. no, like if we were truly individualistic, we wouldn't be worrying about connecting with people and we wouldn't like the social distancing thing would have been fucking piece of cake. Cause it's like, who cares? I can survive for a year without talking to anybody. If we were truly individualistic, like, yeah, that's just my thought process and it doesn't necessarily need to like become a whole debate, but it's just like, I reject that because you know, like even with my most recent position, like I'm fucking going to go out and get, I joke about this, but I'm going to do it. Cause I'm saying it in public. I'm going to fucking buy the person that got me that job flowers because like I'm in a fantastic position now because of that person. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I would have stayed where I was at and just sucked it up and like, you know, whatever about it, mm-hmm. I would be trying desperately to like, survive like that's just a straight up fact about it you know like that person helped me and like at the time it's like oh i feel shitty about bothering them but it's like no that person wanted to help me they just needed me to say it you know yeah and because they don't they're not a they're not a mind reader it's not like they were just like no you gotta say it it was just like a Mm -hmm. oh no yeah i got you fam here you go let me get you this interview now you ace it aced it great here's the job like you know, so that just, that is just, it's so fucking disgusting to me. Like we should do, I, I, if that was, it's not on here, but it's like, if that's a thing that I could change, it's just like that we would care more about other people because I feel like yep. as a nation, we'd be way better if yep. we cared about other people, like yep. beyond what they could do for us. Like, <laughs> yep. Gonna put, it, gonna put a pin in that rant maybe for a <laughs> the podcast just like uh sounds good (laughs) that'll be like something that like i i never i don't think i ever 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 want to run for office as much like i think it's because it's like you know that's that's a position that i think that needs uh more than i have um emotionally socially like uh and also like ego wise but like if there was some way that I could like contribute to making that be more of a thing is like kind of just like smashing a bit of the individualism that Americans mm-hmm. feel all that. Mm-hmm. I think that would, that would be my true greatest accomplishment. Like I've, yeah. I've never been like enamored with having my name in a history book, but at the same time, a la Hamilton, like who tells your story? Like I want someone to be like, Hey, yeah, you didn't know about that guy, Sherrick, but like he made us stop carrying just about ourselves. I don't know. 
I'll write a play about it or some shit. There you go. I love it. I've talked too much about that subject. So yeah, so um <laughs> all the questions we're gonna get to for now. Uh if you liked us doing this, like Amelia mentioned earlier, uh, as Ash is losing his natural mind, if you can hear him. Um uh you can let us know because there's 57 of them and we uh, covered, let's see, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of them. So yep. um, you can let us know at A-S-W-A-Y-D-P-O-D or uh, that same at gmail.com. Um, let us know what you thought and all that good stuff. I didn't make up a theme song for it, but this is Amelia. What the fuck is this? It's Woo! time. <laughs> Yeah. No segue. Start singing. Fucking here we go. No, I'm if into it. From, I love it. Not from the segment. This is where I find something fucking wild and crazy kids on the internet and I show it to Amelia and she describes it to you. So um I'm gonna kind of leave this one up and let us know if for whatever reason if you go to click on it because this one's from a verified person so i i feel like it's not going anywhere but um uh if it does go down let me know because i do have it downloaded so i can put it back up uh if necessary cool i start just um, maybe i should just start retweeting no i see i don't want to retweet these because then you'll see them yeah (laughs) So, well, you could retweet them but after, but even if you retweet them and they delete it, it still goes away. No, I meant like I was going like, to download it and be like, hey, this oh. is the ASW for the week. Um, but I also like don't want to do it until like the episode goes up because then people right. are like, why are you tweeting this wild ass shit? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we could do that. We could tweet them from our account too. Yeah. Possibly just give people like, you know, the, the heads up. We'll, we'll see. We'll figure it out. But I, I feel like this one's going to stay up. So I'm not okay. terribly worried about it. Okay. At your ready. Okay. What the fuck? Holy shit. What the fuck? Oh my God. So it's a bird. I don't know. Some sort of bird, large bird of prey. Um, that just plucked a fucking shark out of the ocean. <laughs> I'm so uh, heartbroken that, and, and obviously not necessarily condoning animal violence, but hey, animals gonna animal. So, uh, but like, I kind of wish that you could, we could have seen the moment in which this, this large, I want to say it's an eagle, but a couple of my, my, uh, bird loving friends will probably be able to correctly identify it. I might show them and be like, what, what yeah. bird is this? That's all I want to know. Um, mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, but I'd love to see the moment when she was just like, and fuck you, you're no longer in the water. <laughs> Yeah, because we just see this bird flying over a beach with this shark. We don't see the moment when it's snatched mm-hmm. out of the ocean, which, yeah, I'd love to see that as well. <laughs> and I want to so, know how big it is because it's smaller yes. than the bird. So is it For like sure. a small shark? Is it a baby shark? Like, what is it? Um, do, 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 do. Shut up. <laughs> 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 you would have said it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man, that's sorry, funny. reading the comments now. The way 2020 mm-hmm. is going, the bird and shark are going to breed, and then we are going to have to deal with flying bird sharks. 
Uh, quick aside, remember when we were like teased with the chapter of 2020 called Murder Hornets and then they just fucking didn't happen? Yep. Like, yep. or if they did, it was like yep. it didn't make news. Yep. Like, yep. This is okay. This is my best conspiracy theory about this. And this is not mine. I read this. Somebody tweeted this or whatever. Um, but they were like, it's almost as if time travel is real. And that somebody keeps going back in time to now yes. to try to stop 2020 um, or all the shit from happening in 2020. So they were able to get rid of the the murder hornets, but at what cost? <laughs> oh, I love it. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, yeah, check out this bird and shark flying around over a beach. The other thing I was going to say about it real quick is just like that would be fucking terrifying to be just chilling on a beach yeah. and not aware of the fact that this is happening and then the shark wiggles free. Like, right. All of a sudden just like a fucking shark lands on your goddamn head. <laughs> oh, you well, you'd be fucking dead. Well, yeah, you just probably. that would be the end of your life, but like I'm I'm not necessarily talking about it on on your head, but like landing like near you. Just like Right. Yeah, just a, a good just like a maybe like a couple yards away. Right, just like yards away, just like yeah. poof, just oh my god, Jesus Christ! After uh, <laughs> I was I was done literally shitting my pants, I probably would try and get that that poor poor animal back in the water. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Wow. I then I have visions of the the um the fucking gator slapping that cop so hard it got KO'd. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was the Amelia What the Fuck Is This for the week, uh, and that's going to be the episode. So, yeah. uh, as always, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I know we don't say this every week, but if you wouldn't mind, so may I please have a review? That would be so nice. I would love a review, please. Um, on, you know, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this from. And if you, you don't have a place to review, if you could just, like, I don't know, tweet at us or email us that we know we're doing a good job and we're mm-hmm. telling you that you, like, the the way that our voices butter is smooth, hitting your ears is nice, and you want more <laughs> of it, I don't know. Or um, even just good episode. I wouldn't mind yes. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a, just a thumbs up emoji so we know that we're doing doing right by you. Um, so that'd be super cool. You can uh check out Amelia's content at Shake Meets World and on I wanna say it's just Twitter and Instagram at this point, right? Pretty much. Yeah. It, okay. And uh I am a black sparrow on the Twitter. I very rarely use Instagram, so sorry if you're a big Instagram fan. I don't really I don't know why. It's not that I have anything against it. I just don't really fucking have in, interesting ass shit to post i guess as far as pictures go um and then of course twitch.tv slash a black sparrow um and sherrickrobinson.com if you like uh stuff and you're like hey i'd like to have him voice act shit because uh yeah there's actually one that i need to like apparently scramble together and do some sort of voice demo i really need to get on that because someone was like hey here's this character for this kickstarter project and we want to voice it and i was like i would fucking love that but (laughs) you'd be good at that Somebody hire her. Uh, I'd like I'd like to think that I am. I do voices uh, when I play games usually on Twitch. Like I'm going to the Phoenix Wright stuff, and I'm doing like fucking eight character voices, and I'm not consistent with them because it's just for fun. But like, give me some sh- give me some sh- some motivation, and I will do all great voices for you. But all right, that's enough shilling from me. 
Um, and that's basically it. So with that, I've been Amelia. I've been Sherrick. And um, having a lamp underneath your desk is probably not a very good use of that lamp. Yeah. Seems not like necessarily funny. <laughs> Especially if it's not plugged in. Don't do that. Well, then it's just storage. <laughs> oh, and, and yes, also that. And also wear a mask. Thanks. Yes. Bye. Bye.